Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to this, and welcome to the show I call Kibera, or rather, I guess, podcast. This is going to be, I hope, a short episode, you never know with me. I'm currently preparing, kind of like editing an episode on Renegenon, the crisis of the modern world, and it might take a while, because it's a kind of a two-part episode. But nonetheless, recently I have stumbled across a really cool article about Western love. Well, before that, I kind of listened to the song, and there there was this phrase, Western love, and I really know how today people feel about the word Western, and especially Western love. So I went on and I kind of stumbled, as I said, across this article, and it kind of describes step by step or plan by plan or whatever what is western love and what it depicts but nonetheless before i move into that i would like to go over another article that i have found which talks about or it's actually called problems with western culture's love and it was written a while ago by a person who i guess i'm not gonna name but if you want you can check them out um Again, it was written a while back, so I would assume their thoughts and, you know, the stand on life has changed drastically. And it's not about, you know, giving out hate, but it's rather as the Australian YouTuber uh, Brianna Worth says, well, if you put it out on the internet, you might as well, you know, get criticized for that. Or I guess you think that it can stand the pressure of someone criticizing it, you know. So shout out to the Brian Worth for, you know, putting out the ideas. Uh, just kidding. But it's not about the person, but it's rather about how some people view Western culture and how it's more important to see how the institutions, the academic institutions, portray Western culture. And what was written in this small and short article is something that I've heard in my institution, at my university, in my high school, that, you know, there is this social construct of Western love. It's because social boundaries step on us and we cannot do whatever we want and, you know, societies at fault, yada, 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 yada. But it summarizes coherently what most people teach at first, which is very uh, disturbing. And second, what everyone thinks and kind of takes it in without thinking about it and that's what Renaginon will talk about in um, his book and if you want to read it go ahead but I'll I'll make an episode and I've actually made it but I'm in the process of editing it let me go to quickly to this article so I have it open and I have it for you and again this is an article written on the website that lets everyone to write on it. There are no limitations to whoever it can be written in. Again, it was written in 2016. The person has changed, so it's not about the person who wrote it, but it's about the idea that has been kind of settling within the institutions, within the society, um, you know, blaming the society, social order, whatever. So let's jump into, into the problems with Western culture's love. So first, the author talks about how from birth, people learn from everything around them how to love. And then they emphasize the importance of love as a part of proper integration into the society. And then they kind of intend that the Western culture teaches to love poorly. 
and I quote, since Western culture is plagued with so many unrealistic expectations of love, resulting in a never-ending search for long-lasting, genuine love. And then basically they, they go on to talk about how the Western love leads to having a high standard or various high standards, leaving them feeling disappointed and having that false hope for finding the true love of their lifetime, right? The author kind of goes into contemplating on why people love in the first place and why they might have that feeling since, you know, it, it sometimes leads to the heartbreak, it leaves the pain, it leaves the mark. And then there are two options, or kind of two paths. One is that people love because they need to feel at home in the world somewhere, so that feeling of love sets them on the way to having that home. And the second one is that they love with hope to find everlasting grounding for their life, which is kind of the same as home. Because it's what society has told them they need to do to survive in this crazy world. The world isn't that crazy. Wow, that, that was a huge accent, but the world isn't that crazy. I mean, it's, it is at times, but you know, when, when people write crazy world, it's, it, it's usually not that crazy. Then they go on to saying, although there exists so many different ways people can love, the love derived from anything else than self-love will not last and that's they claim throughout kind of the article they go on to claiming that um, a thought that one needs something or rather someone or something external to feel grounded in this world is a vulnerable state of mind to have this thought only exists suggesting that uh, because society has taught us to fantasize about having that someone, having that feeling of soulmate, and then um, they go into explaining it. And then they kind of name examples like media, novels, one dig at the modern times, and everything else goes on to dig throughout the old times. As uh, they point out, novels, fairy tales passed down to our children, and numerous other plagued, again, uh, sources Western society has in its mind that there is an unconditional ideal love. And that that practice, or in practice, um, it cannot meet all of the expectations that society has deemed for it to have. So kind of to unpack that a little bit, again, a dig at um, older Western culture or Western Western culture overall, um, you know, the, the the fairy tales passed to our children. I don't see anything bad with it necessarily. To have that feeling of belonging to someone isn't that tragic, you know, finding the true love of your life and not kind of sparing yourself for others is something that we teach and I think brings out value in person. And the high expectations is something that I don't think it's bad. I know that people are like, oh my god, the hookup culture right now is booming and everything is great. Which, in my personal opinion, I don't necessarily agree with. But to say that, again, the traditional type um, of viewing relationships in, in terms of having to look for someone that fits them aka having high standards is bad i think it's 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 putting yourself down and it's funny because 
this author talks about how self-love should be the priority um, of love hierarchy, I guess. So nonetheless, they go uh, to state that Western culture's idea of two people being soulmates and to have that, you know, to want to look for that person leads for um, the victim, so, so to speak, to become obsessed with this idea. And as a result, it hinders our society, which I think it's, it's, it's kind of funny. They kind of go on to say that when people concentrate too much on one person, they can lose their own experience of self-love, as they pointed out, which is a priority for this author. And if people do not find their soulmate by a certain timeline that, again, society has predicted for us to have, um, they feel as they love in the wrong way, they do not know how to love, can they even be loved, you know, the cliche story. Then the author's conclusion is that the idea of Western love puts unrealistic expectations on how people should love and questions what happened to the idea of loving oneself first. And then they give an advice starting to say that you should focus on yourself because it's important for your body, soul, and mind. The finishing touches is the little paragraph of the... I'll, I'll kind of go quickly, but they say, no matter what ideas Western society chooses to fill our minds with, expressing its thoughts about how we should love, let us not question whether or not we are enough for this world. Each and every of us has a heart that is without question wholly capable of being just the right amount. And I agree, self-love is extremely important because if you want to achieve certain things in your life, you have to be dedicated to yourself in the first place. But at the same time, I do not agree that if you have high standards, if you follow the cliche fairy tale style that you're not, you don't want to spare yourself for everyone, you want to save yourself, for example, in Christianity, right? The abstinence from having sexual intercourses with other people or having abstinence from, you know, hooking up with everyone that it's necessarily a bad idea. And it doesn't correlate with the notion of self-love because if you love yourself, you want to go on the, on the path that you have. And the idea that Western culture um, and Western life, love specifically predicates for that to not exist and then there's only one path and it's the path of destruction i think it's kind of funny but again this article was written in 2016 and, and the author has changed their views uh primarily uh, a lot i would i would i mean primarily they would they've grown as 2021 um going on to another article that i have found that kind of explains what western love is about and what it actually entails and as many of you know, the definitions, if you set definitions straight ahead from the beginning, you're not going to have that confusion. And yeah, let's get started into that. <laughs>